Hi everyone and welcome to the Mindfulness Podcast. Um, one more week uh, where we have we are still actually bringing topics of our Welcome to Now Summit at IBM. Uh, I mean, why were we doing this? Because I think one is giving an additional opportunity to talk about those topics. It's it's important because those topics we brought in the summit are so-called like evergreen topics, like covers are always part of the mindfulness uh, wisdom and teachings, right? So it's always to, to bring them f- the, uh, forward, but also because, you know, all the IBMers that, um, you know, didn't have the time um, to attend the sessions, right? And there are many because of course that there are many sessions and the, the business comes first and so on. Um, at least they have the opportunity to know, okay, what session should I focus on? Maybe I, I like this topic. Okay, let me watch this session because I'm particularly motivated to watch that one in particular. So now we are here with the leader of one further journey. So last time we had Abby uh, talking about her journey and the beginner's mind. And now we talk about um, the navigate stress and face difficulties journey with our good friend and uh you know part of the mindfulness community right uh, great ibmer ahmad um uh so tell us welcome to our podcast start uh, telling us okay what what the journey about right and why and who like, what what type of people should watch it or what why should i you know approach that what it gives me well, good morning. Thank you, Lele, for the nice introduction. <laughs> so my name is Ahmed, or Ahmad, a pronoun he, him. Um, why I picked this journey? Because, like, from a personal experience, I had the same challenges, mm-hmm. right? Like in the past where, because when you are in stressful situations, sometimes you're overwhelmed and you don't know what to do especially in the, you know, in the middle of experiencing um, mm-hmm. a stressful situation or crisis. So I was like the first person interested in that journey. I was like, yes, I can do this because I'm so interested in it. I want to to go beyond even uh, handling stress. What is inside, right? Because stress is a very um, known topic, particularly, unfortunately, in a business environment, right? Uh, actually, I don't know, but it should be everywhere, but also particularly in business, we always talk about, you know, stress and resilience and stress resistance. And that's also where mindfulness, um, uh, you know, experts are coming or being called, like, how can I reduce stress? How can I be more focused? How can I just not get distracted and blah, blah, blah. So, um, so why this journey then? Why to watch it? Um, sharing experience, knowing about other people experience, um, so my favorite is about sharing experience when I hear other people, you know, journeys and stuff is how they got through it because they would give me tools they tried, right? And then I will get those tools and then I'll try them. Some of them would work for me. Some of them would not. But it's it's kind of testing the water, you know, like what what's other people experience like? And it's always, always amazed me how we are similar as a human. Like we have the same experience, almost different decoration, <laughs> but essentially we go through the same things. Uh, like, as you said, stress is part of, of life. It's part of who we are. We have to, I mean, if you don't get stressed, I don't know, I don't, 
I would doubt if you're human. <laughs> and stress can be helpful mm. too. It doesn't have to be negative all the time, yeah. but like some form of stress is is like part of who we are as human. Yeah, I even so, heard um, that some say like, yeah, but, but there are some type of stress that are beneficial. For example, when I'm uh, uh, very, um, you know, kind of in that flow and healthy stress. Like for me, there has never been an healthy stress, but I also heard that. So there are many opinions. So maybe describe us the the journey in itself. What are the sessions uh, and how many sessions we have, right? And how did you design it? What What's behind? So uh, one, two, three, four, five, six ses sessions. So mm -hmm. under this journey, it was six sessions. I was the speaker on two of them, uh, the same material, just different language, one of them in Arabic, uh, which is my native language. The second one was in English. And then they were other journeys that I was even like honored to be part of, you know, just uh, as a participant because they give me a lot of insight. So one of them, someone was just sharing her story uh, about her life before and how she discovered, you know, like her path. Um, another gentleman session was really amazing. He he's a, he's a uh, he's a tour guide in the mountain, and. I don't want to give too much information, but <laughs> because you have to listen to the to that. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. leaving his job essentially was the best thing happened to him because he discovered his passion with with you know being a tour guide. Mm -hmm. But like the whole story was really amazing, like how you have um, unfortunate uh, events happening to you, and then you know. And then it turned into something. When you look back, it's 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 becoming even more meaningful life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I'm missing one more. Uh, there was, I think, Q and A session with one of the leader at IBM, uh, mm -hmm. and, and I think she's an author of a book as well. So I mean, it was really not like it was rich experience, uh, rich conversation that uh, like just listening to other people, you know, like. Um, kind of journey and how we all came together in this one hour just to share and listen to each other. Yeah. But you you also did a session, right? Yes, I did so, uh, too. <laughs> what was your session about? Um, uh, two of them, okay. Two. Yeah, because you, you one in English <laughs> in, and one in, in uh, Arabic. Uh, in Arabic, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mine was about handling stress beyond deep breath. Mm-hmm because that was my frustration <laughs> in the past. Like when I go through a, you know, like a stressful situation or something really big happened, like a dramatic event mm -hmm. or something big happened and I'm overwhelmed and deep breath is not helping me. Mm -hmm. And then what? <laughs> so that's why I was more interested to bring something beyond that. Oh, and it was actually the other reason was I wanted it didn't click for me what the importance of mindfulness until I saw the big picture. Because okay. especially during COVID, I read plenty of uh, psychological books and um, you know books related to mindfulness and all that. But it was not until I saw the big picture, like how mindfulness fit in or under psychology or okay. mental health. And then it clicked for me. So I think seeing the big picture, which what I tried to convey during those discussion, uh -huh, okay. is helpful to get the benefit of mindfulness. 
Definitely. I mean, we always wonder, right? I mean, from if if there are you are listening regularly to this podcast, you know that you know how you know the, the host of this podcast and everyone else that is coming consider mindfulness as something quite fundamental for our mental health, right? That is equally with physical exercise. That is like uh, actually no different. Like we consider healthy to be fit to do some exercise, some walking every day, some running, we should consider healthy as well to do some mental exercise. That is mindfulness in itself. But there are many that people that effectively don't um, consider it uh, worth spending time. Okay. Uh, and and, it, and I think that like what you say, like coming from a different point of view, uh, you know, it might help to to bring more focus there, right? So that's basically yeah. what what you what you did. It's like you know that's for me sounded worth. Yeah. So true, yeah. and you are right. We are all so busy that we don't plan to to do those little things, right? Yeah. Um, and it was tough. I mean, even for me, it took me a lot of practice to mm -hmm. you know like make it part of my daily practice. Um. The, I would say though, the trick is to find something you already do. Like once you understand where is being mm. present and what is mindfulness, pick something you do in between tasks. So like, for example, <laughs> if I'm brushing my teeth, mm. maybe instead of multitasking, I'll just focus on that action that I'm doing for a couple of minutes. Mm. So that's a form of mindfulness, right? If I'm taking a walk, if yeah. I'm taking a break during the day, just the trick is just to remember, like remind yourself, like be present, you know, observe. Don't think about the to-do list or the task that you're going to do once you're done. Don't think about the lunch you're going to be taking in an hour mm -hmm. or what happened in the morning or the conversation you had or all that. Just try. And it's not going to work at 100%, I promise. <laughs> but at least just to, to have that in your mind, right? Like while you're walking, you know, I'm taking this 20 minutes walk, 30 minutes, whatever at least I'll get 50% of it while I'm being present and not thinking about what happened or what's going to happen. <laughs> but I'll just observe around me and try to calm the brain. Like the fewer thoughts, the better. Because <laughs> there is a time and place for those. You know what? what's funny? I got to realize something when I did the, actually, this is really relevant. When I was doing my talk, when I did mm. the, this, when I was the, when I did my session, mm. um, 10 minutes prior to starting the session, I started getting nervous. I was like, mm. oh my gosh, am I prepared for it? Like, am I good? Well, how is it going to be? Yeah. And then I was like, Amma, this is your time <laughs> to practice. <laughs> <laughs> because you are worried. I was worrying 10 minutes about something that's going to happen in the future, right? Yeah, exactly. So I was like, you have 10 minutes. Don't worry about it until it starts. So you have 10 minutes <laughs> to not worry about it. <laughs> or, or just, you know, let it's we, generally it's like letting go, right? Let, let go. Let, it doesn't matter know. now. Uh, I'm ready. Right. I'm ready. Yeah. I, I mean, I did the preparation, right? I did my best. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that, that's where, you know, we rationalize, right? But in order to rationalize, you need really to, like you said, you realize it like, oh, okay, Ahmad, listen, I, I know I'm thinking about the future. That is a moment of being in the present. Yeah. That is the moment when you start, uh, you have the chance to rationalize and to start, you know, thinking 
all the impact. Like even in, is in 10 minutes, uh, I have the possibility in 10 minutes to effectively do something. I remember my university time, you know, maybe, you know, uh, many that are listening went to the university. You know that university have many exams, right? And things that you need to to deliver, right? Either an oral exam or written exam. And I, I totally remember that when I, uh, when I was doing it, uh, basically I, um, I never really focused on studying until the last minute, but I saw so many of my, you know, fellow colleagues and students that were there with me that, you know, you had to review the last things and notes just a few seconds before going or before going in the room or talking to the professor. And I always consider that that was like, why should I bother? I, if I already studied until maybe, you know, the day before and weeks before and so on, how these 10 minutes can really help me, right? Yeah. And actually, I've, I, I realized I wasn't practicing mindfulness, but one thing that I always realized is like it makes me feeling better and feeling even more confident when I go in front of, of that yeah. exam. Right? Like it's the mindset change. Yeah. I so agree. It's like putting things into perspective where you're not making it worse. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's the bad part. Like when you make things worse by over, you know, worrying about things. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Which is hard. Like I, I always have to tell, but like, it's hard. You can't, if you, especially if you're in the middle of something happening, mm -hmm. right? So it's not easy. No, so it's not. Don't be too hard on yourself. It takes practice. Yeah. Nice. And sometimes really... it doesn't work. I always have it. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it works. So you have to practice, experiment, do your own. You know what? I think what helped me at least is experimenting with things because I'm really open to trying things. So if I will be like, if I come across something, I'll be like, you know what? Let me try it. I'll try it for a week, for example, and see if it's going to work or not. Yeah. So just experiment with things. Try. Yeah. That's, that's, um, and if it doesn't work, it's okay. It's, yeah. It's like data. It's like data. It's not like going, uh, it's not like really, I don't know, trying to eat, um, a poison that you might die if you, like, mm -hmm. there's something you don't know if it's poison or not. And if you try, there is a big risk. With mindfulness, there is no risk. Right? There is nothing that you, uh, do and then you regret doing or you cannot undo. It's just, you do uh, just a practice. It's something yes. totally harmless if done. So the worst case scenario just wasted, you know, 30 minutes of your life, uh, but it's never a waste. You at least learn. No, you're great, experimenting. Right? <laughs> exactly. You're learning. See, I, the way I see it, you're learning what's not working for you. Exactly. Because next time when you come across something, you'll be like, you know what? I know what did not work for me. So let me try this one instead. So yeah, it's never a waste of time. Nope. <laughs> I mean, not yeah. trying anything would be a waste of time. And mm. especially doing the same thing over and over and over again, when it's not serving you any good. Uh, uh, well, what is the, your favorite um, takeaway from, from the journey that you, you were uh, leading? Anything that mm. uh, you know, comes from you like, ah, oh, gosh, that's actually what I loved about it. Oh, so many things. Uh, mm. I mean, just being part of a community to me means a lot. 
mm. like good community, you know, kind of authentic community. It really, really means a lot to me. And like hearing other people experience and how we are so similar. Like mm. we, we have like common shares, like a lot of things we share as a human in the human experience. Mm. Um, and I always get this real realization and it always blow my mind when like I hear someone experience and they probably came from a different background, from a different region, from a different, uh, uh, like, like so many different things, like maybe the opposite of what, what I, like my background, right? Mm -hmm. But we have so much in common as a human in the human experience sense. Uh, so that would be another thing. Um, just, you know, like learning that it like, especially people who practice mindfulness, like it mm. did not happen overnight. Yeah. So just hearing those stories, like it did not happen over time. It took this and this and this for this to be happened or to work eventually, or to understand the, the, the benefits behind it or how it's work. And um, also the fourth thing would be, I learned so many different forms of mindfulness. So there's never a one way, mm -hmm. right? There is multiple ways, uh, which is really awesome because it's, it's almost give me uh, more tools to try and things, or maybe it give me a new perspective on things that I've tried in the past did not work. And it's time now to retry, revisit again like revisit them and trying them again, giving it's been years, right? So sometimes maybe yeah. at that time in point in time, it did not work, but now it's time to revisit and see. Anything else we should share about the journey that it's worth for our listeners? Of course, you, if you're in IBM, you will find all the links below where we post the podcast. So you can just click and watch, right? And let us know what you think about it. I would highly recommend to watch all of them. Oh, yes. <laughs> I would really recommend it. Um, and the like what I liked about the different journeys that we all offers is the diverse in in the experience, right? Yeah. So like if you're a beginner, you have a different set of journey journey or different set of sessions you can attend, or you can attend all of them even as beginners. Sometimes you know what this is like. Now that we're talking, it remind me of something. There is a sometimes I read a book like five years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I reread it now and it gives me a whole different perspective now oh, from yes. five years ago. So even the beginning journey, yes. I would recommend listening to some of them because it would really give me a different perspective. It's even, see, it's coming back to experimenting. It would give you a way to measure, which mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of. Like I'm measuring how I improved from like last month or last year when I started yeah. uh, something. And Sometimes something might work for you for time, for some times, and then it doesn't work for other times. So it mm -hmm. is okay to, I mean, it's great to measure things, but it's okay even to revisit things and re-experience things. Nice. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Your favorite practice? So if we can leave our listeners with uh, at least an idea of how they can practice this week. Uh, my favorite? Yeah. You know what? Um, when I was when I was back in the Middle East, mm -hmm. I started journaling when I was twelve years old. Okay. And this is so true. Even before I you know what is mindfulness, I started journaling when I was twelve years old. And and I mean not frequent, not every day, but it was an 
and I'm able to measure that like from when I was 12 years old to now because it was really interesting. My journal back then was like, oh, I went to my grandma's house. I came back from school <laughs> and things like that. And it was in Arabic at that time. And then somehow in like 2000 or something, and I kept all of them, by the way, I have mm -hmm. all of my journals. And then I started journaling in like half Arabic, half uh, English. Okay. And then along the way, it became like fully English. <laughs> okay. And now I jump. But it, like my relationship to journaling changed from when I was 12 years old until yeah. now. And like the the quality of it. And I used to be more about, oh, I did this. I did that. I went to this restaurant. And now it's more about me. How am, mm -hmm. I, how am I feeling today? Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're feeling good, you really want to journal that. <laughs> Because you want to go back to it and that's data like sometimes i go back and say like which like is there any pattern in there is there like certain months where i'm better than other <laughs> over the years but this is my favorite practice i think journaling because mm -hmm. it's simple it helped me right before bed to just journal and let some of the thoughts on paper like out yeah. of my brain you know and if i'm having a bad day maybe i'll try to journal like a big long thing um if I'm having a good day, it's extra important to journal because we tend to not journal when we're in a good mood. Yeah, that's true. We tend to forget yeah. many things. Yeah. Then you look back and it's like, oh, that's what happened. Oh, that, I was very happy about it, right? Even if we are practicing mindfulness, being in the present is not something you do 24 hours, uh, seven days. Yeah. Yeah. So there is many, a lot. And... Journaling really helps as well in the mindfulness journey to know your progress, right? Your yep. awareness, right? And there's an evolution. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So you should actually perhaps do a session one day. Uh, or we, can, we can dedicate an entire <laughs> podcast on journaling, right? Uh, to give hints, right? How can you do it the best? Uh, what is the to not do, what to do, how to approach it to all the people that maybe never did that right or they consider it a waste of time or they don't know what to write so like i need to journal but what should i do it right how to approach it was the best way so just something like that that would be nice to to know but that's for another podcast so this one uh closes like that with uh wishing the best to all our listeners and also to you ahmad thank you for being here thank you for uh you know hosting a wonderful journey into our uh, summit and thank you for you know taking us through it and i wish many of you would find it very valuable um, so talk to you at the next episode and thank you very much yeah thank you for having me bye bye have a good day Thank you.